Hello citizens, welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. Who is ready to hear the asshole Phoenix West? Who is joined by Frank Lynx, Adam Wilcox and Jansen Carlin? This is episode 184 of the podcast and episode 9 of season 2 of the Twitter Zone. The episode is titled Try Repeated. It debuted June 25th, 2020. Do or do not, there is no try repeated on the podcast that begins in 3, 2, 1. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Review. All right, so this is turning out well. Let's just start the podcast. Uh, I got no no clips. Uh, Frank's not here, so we have none of his clips. I have no theme song. I, I can't play that either. I have, uh, this is a stripped down uh, acoustic version of our podcast. It, pretty soon it's going to be without cameras or microphones. We'll just call it podcast unplugged. I got you. You ready? Loitering Wonderland Studios, the Twilight Zone review. (laughs) (laughs) And then 10 minutes of them talking. And then we get to Jordan Peele, if if Frank cut the clip. Thanks, Frank. And then... um, comment at the end of it. Yeah. And and what's he say? Fuck it. Let's begin. Uh, L-O-W, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, Episode 184 uh, for Try Repeated. That's what I'm calling it, because fuck them. Yeah, uh, fuck it. Episode 184. Yay. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. Jansen Carlin. Yep. Yep. And oh, no I, had a cl- I had a clip to play, but I'll just read it. Okay. A man dazzles a woman with his seemingly miraculous abilities, but their encounter takes a dark turn when the true source of his charisma is revealed. I had a robot saying all that, but I can't play that. So, just picture that. Or hear it. Yeah, just just think about it. The podcast listeners won't notice any of this because I'll I'll have all that edited in. The, the live audience. Absorb that into your mind, grapes. Yeah. The live audience is fucked though. I put up another tab to look at something. And I forgot what it was. I'm not a happy man right now. <sighs> you didn't know Phoenix because. Phoenix's computer decided to take a shit this week, so we're waiting on some replacement parts, and he's yeah. not too thrilled about it. No. Sorry, but I, I got spoiled, you know? The yeah. waiting you had, is the hardest part. You had a taste part. of the good life, and then that, that good life turned around and fucking swung its big, fat, 8-inch, 200-pound dick in your face. That's a... Man, that's solid. That's, that's dense. It's dense, yeah. 8 inches and 200 pounds? Yeah. Damn. Pretty good. Wait, yours isn't eight inches and two hundred pounds? No, I guess not. Oh, that's what I was doing. Pulling my email because Greg emailed me. Oh yeah. What does Greg have to say? Oh Greg. Let's find out in several minutes. Okay. Oh I like this episode. Oh, I'll pull it up on my phone. Be quicker. Shit for it. Yeah, there's no Frank. I think we're fine. We're not going to get a bunch of weird science facts that he half-checked and half-remembered. Um, I mean, he was just talking to us a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no science involved with Groundhog Day Redux. I mean, 
you can't really science you that say, away. You say so. Ground Dog Day? Actually, Jansen, Ground. you know what Ground Dog Day <laughs> Redux I like is Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. That's that's my shit. Live, Die, Repeat. Happy Death Day. That's my version Happy of it. Happy Death Day. That's a good day. one, that's, too. Yeah. Honestly, that is actually a good one. Yeah. I like the second one, too. I don't know if I, I think I might have seen the second one. I can't remember. The second one gives up all pretenses of being a horror movie. And it's just a mm. full-on comedy where she's killing herself for the whole movie. <laughs> she's, like, jumping in a wood chipper in, like, slow motion okay. and, like, flipping off the screen. Greg says about this episode, which he wrote E9S2 because he's a fucking asshole. Fucking fuck. Hey, what, what's up, TZ reviewers? Woohoo! You made it to the final stretch. Maybe we should all celebrate with some dessert from Arby's. I know that'll never happen, but anyways, here are my final two episode reviews on Sneeze on 2. Uh, episode 9, Season 2. It felt dry and corny in the beginning, then it got very interesting in the middle because you knew the f- main female character are trying to dissect how this creepy really this creep really did all this shit. But it left me feeling a little uninterested in the end. An episode like this should have had the ground, Groundhog's Day creep actual die, whether it be by a freak accident, by the giant wood sword thing, or a classic window fall. But thinking about it again, it makes sense. He has to ex- accept the fact that he's in the wrong or he's going to be... In a hell where he's constantly getting friend zoned, you know, judgment night. Uh, but light. I still wanted to see the creep die because it's funny that way, but it's an understandable message either way. If you get friend zoned or deny, just accept it. I give this episode five out of ten, aka a C for creepy simps should get off the soy milk and time machines. <laughs> what kind of dessert does Arby's sell? Because I don't eat it. Arby's. I wouldn't know. Like they, no I'm idea. sure they have some kind of a I thing think that they call I dessert. Count, I can count on two fingers how many times I've been to Arby's in my life. Yeah, same, dude. <laughs> same. It, there's a, you know, like a Venn diagram where it's like, been the Arby's, had their desserts, and, you know, <laughs> kind of cross over. With Arby's, like, oh, okay, let's start with the bigger circle. Times I've had diarrhea. Every <laughs> single Arby's, time I've been the Arby's Venn diagram would be entirely in that little circle. In, this, yep. in the diarrhea <laughs> circle. Arby's and White Castle. No. I've never been to White no. Castle. I've never been to White Castle either. No. You're not missing nothing. Tiny it, sandwiches. It's, it's soy burgers, literally. Soy burgers. Are they soy? Well, maybe not really. They used to be. <laughs> yeah. They they were soy burgers. They're, they're those dinky little fucking burgers. They're sliders. Yeah. Sliders, yeah. They're nasty. No. No, thank you. They're awful. Yeah, I thought I thought this um Oh, hi Frank. Nope. Welcome. Just going from work. Sorry, bro. Oh, you're good, buddy. Continue oh, your yeah. thought. Oh, okay. I'm going to continue my thought. I thought this episode was good. I, I I, didn't think it was... I feel like I say this a lot. I didn't feel like it was anything to call home about. I, I thought that they had a good plot. Um, they, they had interesting actors and good actors at that. Like, they, they played their roles well. Um, I thought that it kind of took that that piece from Groundhog Day or Happy Death Day and, you know, what Groundhog Day was meant to be. I think, I think originally it was meant to be something a little bit more graphic. I think there was even stuff cut from it that was supposed to be a little bit more um, intense or whatever. Um, but it kind of showed you like a raw side of that story, which was cool or a, a more gritty story from that perspective. So I, I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I don't know what else to say about it. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't anything that, that really made my head spin. Um, everybody saw the ending coming pretty much. Um, it was it was different in the way that 
you know, the, the Twilight Zone-ish thing that was happening was happening to him, and he's not the main character of the story. I thought that was interesting, because she truly is the main character of the story. This is about her come up and throughout the end of the story and, and making sure that he knows that he can't act like this and this isn't the way it's supposed to be even if he is dealing with some bullshit yeah to treat me with respect right so i thought it was interesting to have it from a perspective of somebody that the twilight zone is not doing anything to um for once i don't feel like we've seen that at all with the current series possibly the old series but them's my thoughts I'm trying to think about that for the old series. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought that made this episode feel a little bit original. Like it gave an original spin to it, um, versus just having it be from his perspective and all about him, which it wasn't. All right, Adam. All since right. You're, you're staring right. somewhere. <laughs> I'm just gonna rain on everybody's parade. I didn't like this episode very much. <laughs> And a lot of that's because I just cannot stand Topher Grace. Can't stand him. Uh, This one is equal. He just, whenever he's on screen, he's just always trying way too hard and just like really like overdoing it, overplaying his hand. Um, I get it. The guy's a bad guy. All right. How many episodes of this particular series is the guy always the bad guy? This feels like another one that belongs in season one. I didn't find it terribly interesting. The twist, you can see it a mile away. It's not the worst. I mean, it's still better than most of season one, but I was not as happy with this one as other episodes. I'd say about a four out of ten. Just slightly below average for me. What do you give it like? I feel like... They did a good job, though, of, of I, I hear what you're saying about season one and how preachy it was with the political bullshit and like the, you know, the just the messages. Right. I felt like it, at least in this episode, they did a good job of not making that the entire story. Right. Yes, there were there were elements to it that that spoke to issues in the world. They, they kind of snuck it in a little bit. And I was right. just like, oh, it I mean, like it, was an, it was it was enough to at least get an eye roll or two yeah. out of me. Yeah. OK, fair enough. I hear you. Frank? I liked it a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with Adam. I can't stand Topher Grace at all. Like, I, I really don't like He's Topher like, Grace. I love him. No, I I, I watched that Steffi show like one time a year at least, all the way through. Well, I mean, yeah, same here, but I, I didn't. I didn't like Topher Grace in that, but I really didn't like that other tall, lanky, dumb man. What the fuck? Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, that, that dumb motherfucker. I, I didn't <laughs> like him that much. Um, but, no, I I thought she played a great role in this. He played a great role in it. It was some great acting. I didn't know where it was going. Um, but, uh... It's just... The, then it's shadow fucking play, dude. This is this is shadow play revisited, and they didn't they didn't not do it justice. I'll give them that, but so I'm a bit I'm a bit conflicted with that. 
I would say don't try to do shadow play at all. This is this was shadow play in Groundhog's Day with Topher Grace in the museum. What's the rating? I give it. I give it like a seven. Okay. Interesting. It seems like we're all kind of all over the board right now. A little bit. I'm conflicted with this one. I like at some parts I'm like ugh. The other parts I'm like eh. The other parts I'm like ugh. You know, <laughs> I'm like eh. I thought. I mean, I thought if anything from this episode, I honestly <laughs> thought the acting pulled it back from the storyline. The acting was was good. She was great. Like she played that role. She, I, well. My only issue with her is whenever she was doing the flirty talky-talky with him, I, th- I didn't think twice about her. Anytime she said anything about what's happening to her, I didn't believe her. That was my problem with her. Wait, what? What, what part was it? Just anytime she got serious and talked about the plot of the episode, I was like, oh, she kind of took me out of it a little bit. Anytime she was doing like her and Topher talking about stuff, or uh, I, think, I thought she was great. I think a part of that was, for me at least, I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like a part of that was the writing, though, too. I feel like she didn't explain it well, like why it was affecting her and how it was affecting her, which I guess for me as well would take take me out of it too, if that's what you're trying to get at. I don't know, just the actress. I don't know. I liked her overall. Nope. Not really a problem overall. Just some of the lines she says when she's talking about what's going on is like, Ugh. probably should have done another take. Yeah. So for once, I'm not in between you guys. Jansen, what do you give this rating wise? I gave it a six. Okay. So yeah, I'm not between you guys at all. Um, I, I, I get what you're going for shadow play. Uh, not really. It's not really that similar to shadow play. No, no, no. It, you know, the, the names are have been changed to protect the good uh, <laughs> and the innocent, <laughs> and the entire story. And well, I mean, he's talking about he's trying to convince her that he's reliving the same day over and over. Not really. What do you mean? He's, he convinced her in a couple minutes. Okay, fair enough. I mean, well, he convinced the press guy. At the very that, the episode was about that though. This is a minor part just, of that. You would just think that, it, you know, I mean, him convincing her was a solid eight, ten minutes of the story. I would say that if he's done this for years, like he says he has, he would have some foolproof way to convince her. And, like, if he's really trying to make her love him, then that would be the first thing out of his mouth, right? I mean, if that's if that was the real goal at the end of all this, which it obviously isn't, because he's probably tried this before and it hasn't worked. And no, he hasn't. He, he says he a couple times in the episode, this is the first time I've actually been honest with you. Yeah. So this is his but first, his first run through. Truth, What's that? That's the truth that he's telling us. We don't know. I'm just saying. One, that's... There, there was one thing he did say that made me go, did he fuck her once? A couple times. <laughs> he's yeah, like, he it worked more than once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so I was right in that. Okay. Because I was like, like I got it in, girl. One, yeah. one or two times at least. All three holes. <laughs> in that canoe. In that canoe, and bitch. None of it was consensual. I mean, I was. We were like outside. That's how early I got in one time. I was still pulling you back from the from the bus, <laughs> and you were just like, 
No, no. I let the bus hit you, and then I went for it. <laughs> so, bitch, yeah, I've been in there. Um, no, if I could uh, go. It, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I, at first, I was like, oh, God, what's it going to be? I thought it was, he was going to be imaginary or something, or she, he was. I was going that route. Yeah, I was like, please don't go this route. Because he catches the water bottle, and I'm like, all right, maybe he's, she's in a bubble or like a virtual reality. I'm like, no, they did that episode with downtime. So I'm kind of going through this. And what caught me off guard was it's not even a twist ending. They tell you halfway through, or less than halfway. So he tells that, and the rest of the episode is about how she's going to get out of this or how he's going to deal with this in the, in the future. So I don't think there's even a twist in this episode. I, I really don't think there is one because it comes so early on. I think the twist, if anything, is that she wins, right? Yeah, she kicked his ass because that was her first time doing it. She kicks his ass it. and she wins because if before that, there, there was no twist. The twist was that he told her what's happening. You know, that was the real twist, if anything. That was the Twilight Zone aspect of it. I, w- I would say the biggest twist is she didn't get arrested after punching him while he was detained. Yeah. I mean, there were security guards. They didn't know they were. That's true. <laughs> there were security guards, not cops. Yeah. She might later, but she, it doesn't matter because she's going back to the beginning. So, And to go on off what Muffin's review was earlier, I, I don't agree. I don't want to see him die because he'll just start back over. So what's the advantage of that, you know? And going off what Adam was saying about the political messaging, I, don't, I didn't really pick up on any of that. I mean, if you're just, really... Just a little hints of it. Yeah, just a little hints of it. Like, it just, just seemed like there was a little bit of a stay in your own lane and, you know, don't overstep your boundaries and don't... Don't talk to me and you know, that that kind of stuff. I'm just like you know, it just I, I don't I don't know. I didn't get that a at all. A little bit of it. Maybe it's just because I couldn't stand Tover Grace. I was just looking for more things to hate about it. Because I have yeah, yet I, to I see him in anything where I can stand him. I just ugh. the only the only piece of that that I think I picked up on was when she tells him like, "Hey, back off! You're you're making me uncomfortable." Like that's. That was really the only time where I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I see kind of where... Because there was definitely a lot of man-hating in the first season. So it's just like, oh, this is some spillage over from that. So, I, And that's why that's why I say don't agree. Because the first season hit you over the head with it. Yeah. This, I mean, you could read it that way. I just read it as what literally her, her, her literal lines of dialogue, which is, you know me, but I don't know you. So what you're doing is like horribly wrong. Like you're just fucking with me. Like getting the, the one with the meteorite rocks that made men evil. Yeah, that, one. that one's just way too over the way too way too on the nose. It it just bashed yeah. you over the head with it. I mean, I feel like if you had to abstractly look at this one in, in that light, like the message is more like don't you know don't push someone into something because you you know them better than they know you or or you you feel that you've you've gained something on them and have this insight to who they are and they, they don't know the first thing about you. So it felt more like somebody's own story portrayed in the twilight zone, somebody's own experience portrayed through a, through a storyline in the twilight zone. It didn't seem like it was a, um, a real broad strokes type of issue. It was more of a, this happened specifically to someone that I know and it was uncomfortable and weird, but it would make a great story if it was told like this. So I just picked it up as this is what happened with these two characters. I, I was I didn't read any political messaging or any any really any morality behind it. Just this guy is like a real big creeper, and yeah. the whole thing with the masks is literally it's, uh, that's the only part that bothered me a little bit because it's so dumb. Like they're in a mask well, and he's wearing a mask. <laughs> if you if you 
I don't know if you caught it the second time you watched it, but I noticed it the first time I'm watching it. Right before she punches him in the face, you can see the blood on his lips through the mask. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's already done up in the makeup. <laughs> she punches him, he pulls it off, and he's like, oh, I'm bleeding. I'm like, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. <laughs> he had a nosebleed. Yeah. Also, can I just mention, this is like the third time since that 70s show where I've seen Topher Grace play a creepy asshole. You know, like he's, it's like he's doing the same character in everything he's done since he's left that show. This is the exact same character from Predators. Also mm. pretty much the same uh, character from Spider-Man 3. Brock. Well, you're asking permission. You just did it. <laughs> I like him in uh, traffic. He's good in traffic. It'd be good if he went out in traffic. I agree. <laughs> I have I nothing like against him. him. More in traffic. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against him. I, I don't love. Him. I, I don't like. I don't like that '70s show. Sorry, I Jansen. Predators. I like the. I, I actually like Predators in general. I, I thought Adrian Brody was so over the top. It was actually comical. <laughs> it's definitely not one of the worst of the sequels, but the best of the sequels is the the second one. Fuck it's, yeah! Yeah. Danny Glover, you kidding? Yeah, it's, it's great. Great. It's sad when you yeah, say Predators, yeah. and I'm I'm trying to figure out which one you're talking about. It's it's the third one they made. They did yeah, Predator, I know now, and then, then uh, you know, uh, Predator Two, and then Predators, and, and then, then the, the Predator. Predator. That one know, was laughably bad. I know some of you guys hate Black Mirror, but I actually loved Topher Grace's cameo in the Black Mirror episode. Oh, uh, see, he's perfect for Black Mirror, yeah. and that because he plays like this basically Twitter CEO guy. And he's got like a full on beard. He's oh. like doing yoga and shit. It's fucking hysterical. Was he bad at dude? He was great in it, dude. Like I yeah. didn't even know that was him until afterwards he was right. playing it. <laughs> See, I think I no matter how good the episode was, Adam still wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. You're right. Adam, I think Guilty. you have a bias, dude. <laughs> I might be a little biased. Yeah. Yeah, I, I give it an eight. I really enjoyed it all the way through. Wow, an eight. Okay. The second time I enjoyed it too, and I knew it was going to happen. I keep holding back on my scores because I feel like you guys are going to give me shit. My gut said seven, but yeah. I said six instead. So. Actually, I thought you guys were going to beat up I'm on changing my harder. score. I'm going seven. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I think you have a toe for hate on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and, and I wouldn't judge an episode based on not liking an actor. Well, and, and if an actor can can stop being that actor and doing the thing that that actor does to annoy me, that would be different. But he doesn't. He's just always the same one note obnoxious motherfucker in everything he's in. And like, here's an episode of Twilight Zone where he's just over Grace being over Grace. It's like that's just not entertaining to me. I mean, that's typecasting, though. It's like saying so. And as, as, as far as the, the plot, in every you, are, you already nailed it right from the beginning. It's Groundhog Day, except it's Twisted Groundhog Day. Woo! You know? Sorry. It doesn't Tom, work for me. Tom Cruise. Yep. Tom Cruise. Same shit. Mm-hmm. It's just typecasting. I think he has more levels than that. I'd like to see him do some other stuff. But to be fair, he's come out with other stuff, and I just haven't looked it up to, to watch it. So who knows? He plays he David Duke in a Black Klansman. Oh, that's right. I did watch that. That's fitting. Scientologist <laughs> <laughs> whack job. <laughs> it fits. You're, you're talking about Tom Cruise still? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's talking about 90% of actors. Yeah, pretty much. 
John Travolta. Yeah. Uh, hey, he's had a hard Will couple Smith. weeks. Let him go. Will Smith. He's had a hard couple weeks, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple weeks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pit of both. Column A, column B. Yeah. What happened to Will Smith? His wife uh, we don't have. Do we have enough time to even tell you what, what happened to Will Jansen Smith? Jansen did. That's, that's it. His wife cheated on him. She told him to his face. Yeah, they, 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 they covered it on a live podcast on uh, um, what her, her, on her, her kids. Yeah, on her channel, his wife's yeah. channel. Why I was confused about that is because the previous story I saw like two days before that broke was they're in an open marriage. And I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> it's, it's a fucking mess is what it is. You can call it whatever you want. It, open marriage, whatever. It, it's just, it's, it's messy. Really, really messy. The purple dildo, it's all the same, dude. Yep. I think she's terrible. She is a pretty terrible person. No, Ooh. actress. I don't enjoy watching her at all. Oh, yeah. No, I've never Her as Fish movie. Mooney on Gotham was so oh, laughably I, bad. I literally stopped watching that show because of her. I couldn't yeah. You know, I, I, I tried to watch that show. I really liked the guy that played the Penguin, but yeah. I couldn't stand Fish Mooney, man. Oh, yeah. oh. Worst fucking character. I thought, she, I thought she piloted a great whatever they were called in The Matrix. I mean, nobody could... Could, could 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 run that run other than her. Yeah. In Lawrence Fishburne. It's like Han Solo doing the Kessel run except with tits. <laughs> Does well, barely. That's what <laughs> That's the tagline for Matrix hot in that too. movie Menace to Society, but she wasn't a good actress. Don't be Menace? No, Menace to Society. Oh. It's the one that Don't be a Menace is making fun of. Right. Are you my daddy? <laughs> so, Twilight Zone. <laughs> Twilight Zone. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, wrong, wrong hopeful. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, thing. Thing. yeah. yeah. I'm sure one of those days he probably got in the wrong hole. Did you Did you want to get into the plot of this one at all, or do you think we pretty much gave it up to Ghost? Well, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a guy who's repeating... <laughs> You're repeating the same day over and over. Nobody else I is. I have a question about, remember when she left her bag and shit in the canoe? And they and showed it? Yeah, why did they make notice that? of that? Yeah. Like, they, they, they literally showed it. Insert shot. Like, I was like, that. Maybe that's wow. where her rape whistle was? <laughs> Maybe. That's got to be it. Yeah. I don't know. They, you could, yeah, let's walk through this a little bit here. Um Starts off, she's waiting, she's talking into her phone, she's not really paying attention, kind of a rainy day outside. She's standing by the road. They're establishing she, that she's a really brainy individual. Yeah. She's she looks recording her, uh, what you call, thesis? Is that what yes. she's yeah. 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 There you go. Whatever that is. I have no idea what that is. And she goes to take a step, and then luckily she's saved by our, our hero. Uh, and <laughs> he, he pulls her back, and he kind of... You could tell once you, once you watch it the second time, you're like kind of watching it with that in mind, and I'm like, ah, because he's like he says something really cute, you know, and then walks away, and I was like, oh, that's a that's kind of a power move right there. Like he makes her chase him. And she's like, she wants more. That's why she's like, I met a guy. Like, and they go in the museum, meet at the ticket booth thing, go inside, and he just like starts talking to her, and he he's really the reason I thought he's imaginary 
is because how much they have in common at the beginning, but that's by design because he's lived this mm-hmm. day. He said a thousand times or so. So for literally for years. So I want to know, there's so much more I want to know about this character. How many women yeah, has he it, tried this with? What else has he done all these times? It, I felt the same thing. I was like, I, I really wish it's another one of those episodes where it's like, man, I wish they would have made this into a movie and I had the story before, right? Because I feel like it's such a cool story, even though it has been a movie and shit like that. I, I feel like they handled it really well. I felt like it was a really cool, interesting. Make make it a movie and replace Topher Grace with Nicolas Cage. And don't say. Let's never do that. Yeah, let's not do that. It's not a good idea. No. No woman would ever be attracted. Can what? you imagine that motherfucker telling you he's stalking you? <laughs> She'd be out of there so what? fast. Oh, you like quotes, huh? What <laughs> stalking what, you? How, uh, what cages could Cage be in, in this type of a setting? What cages could Cage... How much wood could a what? <laughs> well, you know, you got your weight cage, you got your coat, you know, you got your just fucking the cage. You got, I mean, you've got so many cages. How many cages... He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you got the rage. You have to go from court cage to rage cage. Thank you. See? That's it. He knows what I'm talking about. That's so, all it am is. Am I the only one that w- actually watches Nick Cage cast out of the four of us? Probably. Mm-hmm. I was on one. Does that count? No. <laughs> actually, all of you were, except you, the one who requested to be on. Yeah, and I, you know. <laughs> I'm still gotta, waiting. Still waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm waiting to work less than 70 hours a week, and then I'll be able to do something. <laughs> You're having a kid. That's never going to end now. No. Shit's over. Not even worse. Yeah, no. But it's okay. Yeah, because he's really quirky at first. And he's like, oh, what's his name? Bob Johnson? <laughs> and she laughs. And I laugh because it's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Why? <laughs> like, why was that funny? I, I don't know. Get it. Like, it was a man. setup for a joke later on. Because yeah. they keep going, and eventually she's like, all right, what's going on? What's your secret? And he's like, oh, I have a secret. And they, they, keep, they do a good job with a, with a number of things. But one thing they keep doing is they keep moving from place to place, and they all look different enough where they, it's fresh. You're not, you don't feel, you're not like, God, get the fuck out of this room already. They move from one place right. to another. They keep the conversation going. The, and I thought they did a really good job with the elevating like, conversation towards his change into aggression. I mm-hmm. thought that, that pacing was handled really well. Because it could have just been out of nowhere. But it's like him realizing, oh, I can just kill you. It doesn't even matter what I do. I'm sure he's killed other people, but he, he never thought about killing her. Uh, right. and he even says a bunch of times, like, this is my first time doing this. This is fun. This is what we're doing. And he grabs the sword. Well, I mean, he did kill her the one time. By accident. Yeah. Whoops. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. But that's where oh, that no. that's where a lot of the episode is, and that's where it's more like Happy Death Day, or actually uh, Groundhog Day too, because he's like getting the cop chase and he jumps off the building and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Where it's that. Yeah. Quick images of all their all the different tries he did. I, I on thought... the in five, 
thought that those those added value to the story too. Those flat those are flashbacks that added value when we talk about flashbacks. Yeah, the ones that we want, right? I mean that you could see all the different mistakes that he made and how much effort he was really putting into making sure that he could get her to love him in a day. And man, what a mind fuck. That's what I like seeing his desperation grow. He's like, no, no, I right. put in, you have no fucking idea. I put in so much work. You owe me. Like basically is what he's saying. Like you right. owe me. And she's like, I don't fucking know you. That's the part I found fascinating about that dynamic is right. Well, and then I think it's funny, too. He's like, she's like, why don't you ever just, why can't you just think about this from my perspective? And he flips on her. Why can't you think yeah. it from mine? <laughs> I'm like, because yours is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking psychopath. <laughs> I would say Andy McDowell um, played it better. She played it better because, well, she played it different because that's what that movie required. It's just different. How so? Totally different movies. This because she never got scared and creeped out by Bill Murray. How can you? Exactly. So it's different. I'd fuck Bill Murray. Bill Murray told me he's in a time loop and wants to do. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do it. I just I don't need proof. Want to fuck around, kill some people? What do you want to do, man? Let's do it. I just want to do Groundhog Quotes. (laughs) You have fun with that. I would love to stand here and talk to you, but I'm not going to. The best Groundhog Day quote is Nate. There's a Nick Cage movie named after the quote when he's driving with a groundhog. <laughs> he's like, you don't have to drive angry. And that's where the movie Drive Angry got its name. Fun fact. No, you're, are you serious? That's, yeah. That's, that's, no, that's true. That was the inspiration? 100% true. <laughs> yeah. I saw Groundhog Day in a theater when it came out. I saw it in the theater later. What year did Groundhog Day come out? 94. 93. Yeah, 93. 93. I was two years old. Didn't know a thing about it. I'm like, eh, it's Bill Murray. And it's uh, directed by uh, Harold Ramis. How bad can it be? Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. It's it's got a, what the fuck is his name? The bald guy that plays the cameraman. Why can't, Chris Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Elliott, everyone thought it was going to be huge. They gave him his own movie, Cabin Boy, and it tanked so bad, he almost never worked again. (laughs) He's Looking foxy tonight, man. <laughs> well, um, I remember about that movie. I don't think Jansen realizes, or maybe you do now, because the three of us will remember this. Bill Murray was like a comedy god. He is still a comedy god. What it's so about? different from back, like back in the day that there was so less, so much less going on that it was like kids like us would like Bill Murray movie was huge. Like Ghost, obviously Ghostbusters is huge, but. I have a Bill Murray T-shirt with his stripes. Stripes, Ghostbusters. It doesn't fit anymore, so my wife wears it all the time. So (laughs) now I have to buy a new one. What is Bill Murray's best funniest movie he ever did? Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. Which one? First one. That's that's not even a. Are you fucking joking, Frank? I thought he was funnier in the second one. Ghostbusters 2016 for sure. (laughs) When he plays. that guy that falls out the window. Murray, you can't. I don't <laughs> think you can give him a best movie. I think he puts his heart and soul into every little detail of everything that he does, which is why he's loved so much. Right? Oh, the Life Aquatic with. Uh... See, I completely disagree, Jansen. I don't think he gives a shit, and he fucks around. If you watch him in Ghostbusters, he does not care at all. That's no, what I, makes that movie okay. funny. Let me let me rephrase that. He may not give a shit, 
but he is completely and fully himself. Yeah. And enjoying himself. That's true. Everything he does. The, Exit Life Aquatic is pretty good because it's it's reggae versions of all of the David Bowie songs, and I, I kind of <laughs> like that. I don't like Wes Anderson movies, though. No, but that I one's love, cool just because they did that. I like I that. I love Wes Anderson movies. Royal Tenenbaums is one of my all-time favorite movies. Can't do them. That shit is amazing. So good. I hate, I hate that movie before Royal Tenenbaums. The fuck's that? Uh, uh, with the school and Jason Schwartzman's a kid. Oh, yes, that one's great. Rushmore. Too. I love that. I fucking hate Rushmore. I've tried four or five times, and I'm like, maybe this time. No, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I love Bottle Rocket, his first movie. That one's great. Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom, that was good, too. I didn't Bill see any, anything there. after uh, Life Aquatic, I didn't see. Grand Budapest <laughs> Hotel, that shit's good, too. What about Darjeeling Limited? I don't think I've seen that one. What about Isle of Dogs? I haven't seen that yet. It's on my list. I know all his movies. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen them. It's good like shit. I, honestly, if I, I would say if you're going to start with anything and actually watch it all the way through, Grand Budapest Hotel is great, and so is uh, Royal Tenenbaums. If you'd never I saw seen Royal Tenenbaums. I love that movie. Didn't care for it. It's all right. You're just it, fucking no. Decrepit. It's trying so hard to be what it is and it bothers me but it nothing else was trying that hard to be what it is it was its own thing that's why i like it so much yeah i agree with you <laughs> i don't it doesn't mean i have to like it because you're unique it was a thing i'm I, I, i'm wrong because people fucking love these movies but i just don't get it yeah i just it's all right i've I tried how you feel i've tried so many times too I mean, how can you look at this cast and not go, holy shit? No, the cast is always the best part. Cast doesn't mean shit. You can put yeah. a cast on all cast kinds of great Almost movies. everything. Have you watched a Tarantino? Talking movie? about the guy that hates us because of Toad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, just, I was thinking that, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. When you don't like a certain type of director, like a lot of people like just really are really into David Lynch, and a lot of it I'm just kind of yeah. like, eh. I can't stand Frankenheimer. I would tell you right now, I don't think that there's a director that I've watched that I've been like, man, I don't want to watch any of this person's shit. There's a few. There's a few. Phoenix is murdering Frank with his eyes right now. I I know. I know he's kidding. Well, he watched (laughs) one. Actual daggers. He's watched one Frankenheimer movie and he loved it. So I I know. It was great. Yeah. Amazing. And, and and by the way, I just want to say, uh, Phoenix, um, every single um, season one episode you did alone, you have you've mentioned. <laughs> I've got them all so far. By the way, did I mention Frankenheimer? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, did we mention the crow kind of sucked? It wasn't even that good. <laughs> you know what? I did attempt to watch it uh, this week. Oh, he attempted. Why didn't you finish? I need to go to work. Oh, okay. Come on, dude. Tell I'm serious. I got to Tell the truth, bro. You got bored. You fell asleep. No, no. Uh, that's no. Uh-uh. I'll never understand what you don't like about that movie. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I just told you. I, there's not a single director that I don't. I hate their shit, and I won't watch it. Okay. There's just in some fact. You know what? That movie's my my second favorite soundtrack of any movie ever. My first would be The Lost Boys, but. 
uh, yeah. The Crow. Oh, my God. Great soundtrack. I used to have that soundtrack for The Crow. I still have it on CD. Still got that, it. Best song on The Crow soundtrack. Best song was uh, definitely uh, the Stone Temple Pilots one. Um, I can't think of it right now. Uh, what about Cat Rain All the Time? Cat Rain All the Time. It's barely on the soundtrack, but also <laughs> I, I really like the uh, uh, "Keep Calling Me uh, Dead Souls." Uh, but I like the the um, Nine Inch Nails the, uh, song. D- Nine well, there's a Nine Inch Nails version, but I like the uh, yeah. the um, the original version better. I just can't think of the name right now. You know, the other good soundtrack Joy is Frank. Division. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, that that's almost like the main song, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. It's the one. It's the one you first. It's the one you always first remember. But the yeah. burn from the Cure was really good on there. But yeah, uh, uh, Interstate Love Song by uh, Stone Temple Pilots, great. Um, Airheads had a good soundtrack. Fuck yeah, did Airheads? Yeah. Bands I will never listen to other than their song on the Airhead soundtrack, like Motorhead. <laughs> no thanks. Ace of Spades. Secretly great soundtrack that nobody knows about. The Last Action Hero, fucking great. It's a good movie. It is. It's a good movie. I saw that in the theater. Soundtrack. Yeah, it's a bad story. Soundtrack is much better than movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Watch the movie again as an adult. That's fine. I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched it. So it gets much. better with age. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 going to find its audience eventually. Yeah, it's, it's starting it's, to. It, it always won me over, but the older you get, the more you appreciate the little gags. I guess let's talk about kind of how, no, not even that, because there's a, it's very limited, because the rest of the episode is him explaining all, all his different tries, because it's called Try Repeated for a reason, so all, he's just explaining how many times he's done this, and you kind of see little quick little comedy bits of him trying different things, the f- different names for the mask, and he's like, Joe Johnson, Jerry, or like, you know, names like that, and she's like, eh. and he says Bob Johnson, and she laughs, he goes, oh, really? I like that, it's a funny little moment. Uh, yeah, like 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 his look at her, like really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that like, that's the you. one. Okay. <laughs> you have a shit sense of humor. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's rehearsing a bad comedy routine. Yeah, he's basically it's him trying to perfect every little thing he says, and you can tell. That's why I liked watching it the second time because I I got to watch that with that in mind, and I'm like, he says something and then he walks away, and you can tell he has that down to a science. I have to stop talking right now because we have to be over here so I can pick up the gum and, and, and stuff like that. I, I enjoyed it more the second time around, actually. Yeah. Jansen, what? I said he's got an agenda, and you can tell. Yeah, like his watch keeps beeping. I love the part where she, he starts to attack her, and she takes his watch, and he's like, no, not my secret, secret time-traveling device. He's like, it's just my watch. It's just a, a cheat sheet. And she just like drops it on the ground. Yeah, because he was like, we've never done this yet. This is a first. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and I really didn't expect where it went at the end, where he really didn't have to save her in the first damn place. So I, I, yeah. I, I thought it was, I, you know, whoever wrote it that way, I thought that was very, I thought it was a great, you know, ending. To it. Like, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, I like that part. Because um, basically she... She mentions early on, there's a lot of like setups to lines and then the payoff later. The one is like, she's like, tell me something. He's like, what if I don't? She goes, well, I'll kick your ass. And she does it like in a flirty mode. And later on, she's like, what are you going to do? She's like, I'll kick your ass. And then he take, he's like, all right, well, and 
He's like, I'll give you $1,000 if you can punch. And then she punches him in the face. And apparently yeah. Jansen saw blood beforehand. And she punched him in the face like three more times. <laughs> and then security yeah. guards yeah. show up, hits yeah. him one and more time. And that's when she goes to jail in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she does tomorrow, but we'll never find out. But it's, it's basically all, all this leading up to him waking up the next day, having to live the same life again, the same day again. And walking up to her, and you can see he just goes, eh, it's not fucking worth it. The bus goes by her, doesn't, doesn't hit her at all. So therefore, his entire, the entire pretense for the relationship is completely fabricated, which is just, I, I want to know how many times he tried to walk up to her in different ways, and eventually he realized this bus is the perfect entry. Like, I can grab her. Because we also see a little montage of him, like, running and, like, screaming. <laughs> One time he makes the bus crash into some cars. One time he pushes her in front of the bus, and she, she dies. And so you'd have to assume that the very first time he sees her, she doesn't get hit by the bus, right? Yeah. So, well, I mean, we could tell that because there was one scene where she almost—I think it was at the end of the end of the episode where she almost jumps out in front of it and she pulls back and he smiles. Yeah, that's what, that's kind of what I said, like where they went with it at the end, like she didn't. Oh get, yeah, sorry. Yeah, know. he know he knew she didn't get hit by the bus in real life. Like, I, it just kind of clicked in my head, like, right as I, you know, it, well, after I said it. But then I was thinking about it, like, wait a minute. If he's done this every time, then she never got hit by the bus in the first damn place. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. He pinpointed this spot as the biggest, the, the best point of entry to talk to her, where she thinks he saved his life. And you can tell he also thought about it as far as going, hey, I can't, I can't believe I saved your life. Let's go out to dinner. He didn't deride that at all. He just says something cute and walks away. And it kind of, like, reels her in a little bit. And he, yep. he, you could tell he's got that down to perfection. Yep. That part of it. It kind of makes me want an episode two. I mean, I, I know it's an anthology show, but it, it makes me want an episode two just to find out, like, okay, does he ever get out? Yeah. What is the answer to him getting out? Because that's what I'm curious about. Adam, we Let's won't see. make you watch that one. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not no, happening. we're going to tape your eyelids open and strap you to a chair. And oh, really? Clockwork Orange. The, then we're going to make you watch all. You're going to do the Ludvico technique and make me watch that shit now? We're going to make you watch all eight or however many seasons there are of uh, of uh, that 70s show in order. You're going to Clockwork back, Orange back. my ass, huh? <laughs> yeah. With the laugh track cranked up. Singing no. in the rain. No. Then Adam's gonna beat you to death with a dick statue. (laughs) I fucking love that movie. I do. Oh, that movie's stupid good. The milk bar where they actually drink milk. I love it. Yep. On naked ladies. On naked ladies. That's a movie I watched a lot, and then one day I was like, you know what? Fuck this movie. I just didn't like it anymore. I think the worst is when you grow up and you're old enough to understand that how big of an asshole Stanley Kubrick really was. And yeah. It's like, fuck, I love a lot of his movies, though, man. Damn it. Oh, he's a lunatic. He's a dick. Yeah. And a lunatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know. I mean, like, I think the interviews with him, uh, you know, talking about how just much, how much of a, like, lunatic Kubrick was during that movie is more interesting than the movie sometimes. He literally ruined Shelley Duvall's life, man. It's yeah. not cool. It's just not cool. But it, it, it was kind of worth it for, for The Shining. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not worth ruining anybody's life for any fucking movie. To be right? fair, I don't want to see her in anything, so. 
No, <laughs> but I don't think it's fair what happened to her, though. No. No, he's a well, dick. It was olive oil. Yeah, but oh, same year as this, I think. Yeah, it was definitely before this. I think they both come out in 80. Yeah. Because she did not film anything after The Shining. That was the end of her career. Anyway. Nervous, nervous breakdown. Uh, what I was going to say earlier is kind of comparing this to, and I guess we'll end on this because we have really nothing else to talk about for this episode. This yeah. versus Groundhog Day versus uh, Happy Death Day. Not as far versus as ranking. Live, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. I didn't see that, so I can't really say anything about it. I'm sorry. You um, should see that one. You'll like it. But um, I didn't know where to go with this. What are we thinking as far as what would we do if we were stuck in these in, in a time loop? I'm curious. Say we do a fuck, Mary kill with those three movies. Well, this one's getting killed because I love the other two movies. So, <laughs> and that sucks, but. Fair. I'm going to marry Groundhog Day, uh, fuck Happy Death Day, and uh, kill this episode. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think yeah. we all are. Yeah, damn it. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> and then watch Edge of Tomorrow. Frank will hate it because Tom Cruise is in it. I feel like yeah. I started to watch that and I turned He runs someplace and. He runs nonstop in that movie. Yeah, I as much. Uh, I love so much that he's just like known for that, <laughs> and everybody can agree on it at the same time. Too. He should play the Flash. He'd be perfect. That was like a joke in my family, and I didn't realize it like until I was growing up that like everybody else realized it too. I thought it was fucking funny. The thing that bothered me before the running thing became popular was how much he has to force him crying in every movie. He has to find a moment in every movie where he breaks down and cries. It's always goose. so disingenuous, too. Yeah. Goose, no goose. He does that thing in uh, Last Samurai where he's crying at the end. He's like talking to the Japanese emperor. And he's like, Tell me how he lived. He's like, I'll, Or he's like, Tell me how he died. He goes, <laughs> Crying. He's like, I'll tell you Say how you he want. lived. He's like, Fuck Say you, Tom you Cruise. About that, about him, that movie was solid. As long as it fucking was, that movie was good. I don't like yeah, it. She's my little deuce coop. You I don't know what a guy. To be fair, I didn't see the finished movie for that, but the version I watched, I didn't like. Maybe they fixed it. I don't know. Wait, what? 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 I saw a, a screen a screening that the producers did. They showed it to our class, and it was like green screens instead of the backgrounds in some scenes. Oh God! But I, you ignore that, and I'm like, I just didn't like the movie. But oh, Last Samurai. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like half of that movie really is the cinematic value of it, even though it is green screen, like how picturesque it is, like that adds a lot of value to that movie. So to see it without it would really lower I don't like my... the story, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I will give him credit where credit's due, that he does learn the shit that he does. It's not like a, a stunt double. Does his own stunts, yeah. Well, I mean, he, like, you know, even with the samurai shit, you know, with the... You know, with this, that that shit's hard, man. <laughs> He's like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves does the same thing. Yeah. You know, like uh, Keanu Reeves is beloved. Yeah. Yes. Keanu well, he's not Reeves a creepy fucking weirdo. Dude, he's a really nice guy. Keanu Reeves is the savior of our generation. Keanu Reeves is such a good person. We ignored how bad of an actor he was in the nineties. Keanu Reeves for president. <laughs> Fair. Whoa. He's so bad in Devil's Advocate. 
so bad in that Devil movie. Devil Kid is a solid, <laughs> solid plot, though. I love that movie. It's a fun but movie, he's, but he's, he's terrible. His accent is so bad, though, man. His, his, he's doing the southern accent. He, does, murdering not, he does like a Tallahassee, but he has like a southern drawl. And you're like, what are you doing? But it's not as bad as his English accent in oh, yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula. His Californian English <laughs> accent. He's from the uh, the west coast of England. You know where he serves. If I've offended you, well, shit, then I'm be, sorry. It can't be any worse than uh, I just rewatched Troy the other night. It can't be any worse than <laughs> Brad Pitt's attempt at a fucking like British English type accent that like Dude, he forgets or, to do every other. Troy is such line. a beautiful disaster, man. It's, oh it, you know what? To be quite Greek? honest, though, that that movie is fucking solid. It was so. Good. It's entertaining, but it's so bad. It is just yeah. so over the top. The fight scenes are cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is. Didn't Brad Pitt like barely speak in that movie for that reason? Pretty much. I don't remember him speaking that much. I mean, he speaks quite a bit. Does he? Yeah. I thought he was pretty monosyllabic in there. He's so fucking hot that I don't hear what he says. (laughs) (laughs) He is one sexy The worst part about about that movie or any movie ever with this guy in it is um, fucking Legolas. What's this guy's name? Orlando Bloom. Uh, Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Fuck that guy, dude. I hate that guy so much. Why? I don't know. I just there's He's something no. about him. It's it's probably the same feeling that Adam feels towards. Thank Joe you. Grace. I was just gonna say that. I same reason I hate, hate him. And I don't know why. He shows up in a room and you're just like, you know what? Fuck that guy. He shows up to every room with a bow and arrow in hand. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What? Filming a fucking futuristic movie here. What do you got a bonus? Pirates of Caribbean or Lord of the Rings, Jansen? Which one's worse? Which one's worse? Yeah. Well, as far as Orlando Bloom's performance. I mean, well, to be honest, I feel like his his, his performance in in Lord of the Rings is minor compared to that of Pirates of the Caribbean. So yeah, he gets drowned out say, in the big cast of Lord of the Rings. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say Pirates of the Caribbean is, is not his movie. But then again, nobody thought that it would be... Um, Fucking what's his name's movie? Johnny Depp. God damn it! I can't. I can't think. Yeah, Johnny Depp. I can't think of names today. Um, nobody thought it would be Johnny Depp's thing, you know. And that's what. I consider those Jeffrey Rush movies. Generation. Say again. I consider those Jeffrey Rush movies. Who? He's the bad guy. Barnabas or whatever the fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's better in that than anybody else. I I haven't seen any. I, I I think the last Barbosa. That's it. Barbosa. Yeah, like the second Pirates of the Caribbean is the last one I've seen. Mm-hmm. I saw the first three. Yeah, I think I've seen the first three. I don't know if there's any more than that. Are there any more than that? There's five? Unfortunately, there's like yeah, there's two more after the third one. They should have stopped after the second one. They're fucking they, right, they should have. They are cash cows, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won't be for long, though. They're, well, I mean, it was the Marvel franchise before the Marvel franchise, so that's why. Yeah, the Marvel franchise is still... They're going to start losing lots of money without Mr. Depp. Oh, um, that's try repeated. <laughs> what? Do we have... Do you have any clips, Frank? Oh, I got the outro. Do you want to play his intro? No, do you have Jordan Peele's just intro, not the not them talking first? Okay, play that and then play his outro. say that Claudia King has found herself on a kind of blind date, one set up not by friend, family, or co-worker, 
This is a match neither made in heaven nor the internet, but in the far darker web of the Twilight Zone. What I love about his intro is he does this, which he's done a few times this season. He goes, in the Twilight Zone. He does this little, like, eh? Care to watch? Yep. He's waiting for the director to say, yep, okay, nailed I, I have, it. I have feelings about the next episode's intro, and I just, I can't wait to talk about them. Cool. I have feelings about the next episode's What outro. the fuck is that? With I, the, like, the outro or intro? Hold on. Intro. Yeah, what? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. We'll are talk about that next time. Um, or are, are you, Jansen, do you think that was the intro? Because that was the outro. Was it the outro or the intro? That's the intro. intro. Is it the intro? That's the intro. Yeah. I just watched it. I just watched it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that next time. Um, yep. Next, next time. Do you, yeah. you guys want to do plugs? Uh, sure. You don't have the, um, the computer. I have okay. nothing, Frank. Um, Red Dragons Radio, Web Topic Radio. Oh, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say now because I'm so used to the computer. There's no sound effects. There's no computer. There's nothing. I'm on a laptop. Why? What happened to the computer? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Fair enough. Adam? Uh, you can find me on the internet at www.raiderslostlicks.com. You can find me at Twitter at Raiders underscore O-T-L-F. I love to talk about bad movies. Come check us out. LAWstudios.com. Yeah, I got nothing. RedDragonsRadio.com. Jansen told me he wants to plug. Yeah, I want to plug that. Let's... All night long in a Hampton Inn with a big purple dildo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to get plugged in a Hampton Inn. With a big purple dildo by my wife before she. I'd like to plug Pornhub uh, if you haven't checked it out already. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm I'm Frank. (laughs) Wasn't me this time. I win. (laughs) You you got me. You didn't say anything. Go ahead. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Jansen Carlin. (laughs) I'm Phoenix. Oh my God. What? Play us out, Phoenix. What? There's nothing to play. Frank, I'm Frank Clementine Links. Squeeze, squeeze. He's Frank Links. I'm Adam Wilcox. Squeeze, squeeze. We're out of here. I'm Jansen Carlin. Like I said the first two times. Nobody fucking heard you because they were talking over people. Oh. Play the outro. <laughs> we're going to end on Jordan Peele and then we'll go to break. Claudia King will, like most of us, proceed directly to a lifetime of tomorrows leaving Mark Wheeler to spend an eternity in a prison of his own design. The inability, no matter how many tries he's given, to see beyond himself. An endless loop of solitary confinement here in the Twilight Zone. So long, citizens.